Слава Иисусу Христу! Glory to Jesus Christ! Your Eminence Archbishop Dimitrios of America, Exarch of the Ecumenical Patriarchate, Your Eminence Metropolitan Anthony of Iropolis, Your Eminence Metropolitan Alexios of Atlanta, Your Eminence Metropolitan Sabas of Pittsburgh, Your Grace Daniel, Bishop Daniel of Pamphylion, Reverend Fathers, Pawnees, and Presbyteres, Deacons and Subdeacons, Esteemed Archons of the Order of St. Andrew of the Ecumenical Patriarchate, Diocesan Board of Trustees, Beloved Representatives of Senior ACRY and Junior ACRY, Dear Seminarians of Christ the Savior Seminary, Esteemed Guests of the Clergy and of the Laity, Beloved Faithful of this Cathedral, and this holy and God-protected diocese, family, and friends. Today I stand before you as the newly ordained and enthroned hierarch of the American Carpatho-Russian Orthodox Diocese. Somehow, God, whom I have trusted my whole life, has brought me to this place at this moment. An awesome responsibility has been placed on my shoulders my heart is filled with many things at this moment, many feelings of thanksgiving. I thank Almighty God whose mercy has followed me all the days of my life, and I pray that he will grant me the strength, wisdom, and love to lead the faithful flock entrusted to me all the way to paradise. I thank our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who showed all of us a new way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In the Gospel of St. Mark, we read, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and servant of all. I have come to this diocese to serve you, the people, not for you people to serve me. I am also very thankful to His All Holiness, Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew, and to the Holy and Sacred Synod of the Ecumenical Patriarchate for the great and extraordinary honor of bestowing upon me the awesome responsibility of tending the faithful flock of the God-protected American Carpatho-Russian Orthodox Diocese. The Patriarch and members of the Synod serve the Orthodox Church worldwide tirelessly and selflessly with great commitment and joy. I give thanks to God for His Eminence, Archbishop Dimitrios, who has served as the locum tenens during the many months since the falling asleep of our beloved Metropolitan Nicholas of Amisos. He has carefully guided the diocese with kindness and love and wisdom. In addition, he has been very supportive of my journey to Johnstown for nearly a year now. My heart is overflowing with thanks and love to God for His Eminence Metropolitan Alexios of Atlanta, who has been our hierarch for over 15 years in the eight states of the South, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and the Eastern Third of Tennessee. He is a role model of nonstop ministry and love in the metropolis of Atlanta. 
His Eminence is constantly striving to offer new ministries and programs to his flock. His concern for families, and especially our youth, are always on his mind. He has not ordained me only to the diaconate and to the priesthood, but now to the episcopacy. He is a true brother in Christ. Thank you, Your Eminence, Metropolitan Savas of Pittsburgh. We met several years ago when you were serving as Chancellor of the Archdiocese, and I was a senior seminarian at Holy Cross School of Theology. Your guidance and friendship were very helpful on my journey to the priesthood. Thank you, Your Eminence Metropolitan Anthony of Iriopolis and Your Grace Bishop Daniel Pamphilion for your participation in today's services. We met for the first time recently in Constantinople in the presence of His All Holiness Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew and the Holy and Sacred Synod. I have fond memories of our trip to Halki and the presence of your group for the Mega Minima where I accepted my election as Bishop of Nisan. I must take a few moments to thank all the priests and the parishes that I visited during my five years as the Irokirix, itinerary preacher and confessor of the metropolis of Atlanta. You made me feel welcome and loved. Four parishes in particular I want to acknowledge for their importance in my life. Holy Trinity Cathedral in Charlotte, where I spent the first 35 years of my life enjoying the full parish experience. St. Nectarios Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, where we work to establish a new church. Holy Trinity Church in Raleigh, North Carolina, where I served as a parish priest for the first time. And finally, Holy Trinity Cathedral in New Orleans, Louisiana, where I served until recently elected to the Episcopacy. The parishioners of these communities have meant the world to me. Thanks also to Father Nicholas Teandafilu, president of Hellenic College Holy Cross in Brookline, Massachusetts. He encouraged me to come to seminary and to serve, and he has served as my spiritual father. He is not with us today due to a family funeral. In addition, I wanted to thank the brother monks of Ayelavra Monastery in Calavrita, Greece, for accepting me as one of their own and supporting me in my life. This is where I received the name Grigorios, or Gregory, my patron saint being Gregory Palamas, a 14th century bishop of the church whose feast day happens to be today in the old calendar. Thank you to Father Frank Miloro, the consistory priests, and all the other brother priests who trusted in God enough to nominate someone they barely knew to be their hierarch. I promise to work as hard as I can not to disappoint you or your hopes or dreams or expectations for our diocese. Together we will work diligently to shepherd the flocks entrusted to all of us. Today with this ordination and enthronement I take my place alongside those wonderful hierarchs who served you in the past. First Bishop Orestes Shornuk who was elected by the Holy and Sacred Synod of the Ecumenical Patriarchate of Constantinople in September of 1938 with the titular title Agothonikia. He was installed on November 24th, Thanksgiving Day, by Archbishop Athenagoras of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese. Second, Bishop Peter Shymansky,
who was elected an auxiliary in October of 63 to assist Bishop Orestes. He fell asleep unexpectedly in May the following year. Third, Bishop Methodius Kanchucha, who served as an auxiliary bishop for a short time in the spring and summer of 1965. Fourth, Bishop John Martin, who was elected by the Holy and Sacred Synod of the Ecumenical Patriarchate to the titular title of Nisa, and appointed as auxiliary bishop in August of 1966. He was consecrated bishop in October in this cathedral with 83-year-old Metropolitan Orestes serving as one of the co-consecrators. At his consecration, Bishop John promised those in attendance, I will be the best Orthodox priest that I can be. Today I promise you the same thing. Bishop John fell asleep in the Lord unexpectedly in October of 1984. Fifth, Bishop Nicholas Misko, who was elected Bishop of the Carpatho-Russian Diocese on March 20th of 1985 by the Sacred and Holy Synod of the Ecumenical Patriarchate with the titular title Amisos. His Eminence Archbishop Yakovos formally installed him in this cathedral in April of 1985. His grace was elevated to Metropolitan, November 24, 1997. He served his flock with great love for 26 years before falling asleep in the Lord on March 13th of last year. Many people offered reflections on his passing. They wrote, quote, He was very approachable, kind and loving, an unwavering and a steady guide. He was an icon of Christ the Most High Priest. He was a man of great humility, energetic, forward-thinking, committed. We will miss him. These five men served you very well. May their memories be eternal. As we begin our ministry together, please allow me to put forth a few challenges that we as a church face and hope and pray that we'll meet them head on in the coming months and years. Our first challenge, we barely know each other. <laughs> we just met a few months ago. Most of you are not of the Greek Orthodox background and I am not of the Carpatho-Russian background. We are, however, Americans who are Orthodox. For me to get to know you and you to get to know me, we must look into each other's eyes. The only way to really accomplish this is for me to visit you in your communities. So within the next two years, I plan to visit all 81 parishes of the diocese. Pray for me as I pray for you. Let us have patience with each other as I learn from you and you learn from me. Our second challenge, we must teach our youth the importance and relevance of the Orthodox faith in their life. As a country, more and more people are abandoning their Christian beliefs for something else. Statistics show that more than 60% of our young people are graduating high school, going to college, and never returning to their faith group. I do not mean their community or parish, I mean their faith. In other words, more than six out of ten Orthodox young adults will abandon Orthodoxy. This is a huge challenge for all of us. We must address it or we will probably disappear as an authentic expression of Christianity in this country. 
Every parish must examine its youth programs and make all the appropriate modifications to remain relevant to their children. Some of the old ways of doing things will not be enough in the years and months to come. Many times we hear that our children are the future of the church. In reality, they are the present. The unborn are the future. His Eminence Metropolitan Alexios has said that, quote, the children are not the future of the church, but the church is the future of the children, close quote. My brothers and sisters, if we do not teach our children the faith, who will? Our third challenge, we must grow the active membership of our local churches. A recent study of Orthodoxy in America has shown that 40% of the members of the American Carpatho-Russian Orthodox Diocese attend church weekly. This is near the top of all Orthodox jurisdictions, something for us to be proud of. But where are the other 53%? They are out there. We need to approach them with kindness and love and bring them home so that we can pray and give thanks together to our God. We need to reach out to all our feather Orthodox Christians and have, who have somehow fallen away from active participation in faith. They may be coming to church only a couple of times a year, or maybe it has been several years since they have stepped into the church. Whatever the reasons, we know where they are, and we have to make a real effort to bring them home into the Lord's house. We miss them, and so we will reach out to them. Our fourth challenge, we need to minister to those who are being led to orthodoxy by the Holy Spirit. They are on a journey to our faith. We must help them with catechism classes and guidance by the priest. How we respond as individuals and as a community will in all likelihood determine whether they join us or move on to something else. A lost opportunity if we handle it incorrectly. Hopefully we are prepared to receive them with open arms. Our fifth challenge, the number of priests to shepherd the flocks never seems to be enough. There always seems to be a shortage of good men willing to dedicate their lives to serve the Lord and his church. We're always in need of good priests, God-fearing men. I'm asking the priests to keep their eyes open and to encourage those acolytes and men within their communities who may seem to have a feeling of service or a calling. Talk to them about the seminary here in Johnstown. Bring them for a visit, maybe. Please, do not let the difficulties that we as clergy sometimes encounter in our ministries dissuade them. Remember what Bishop Orestes said late in his life. Quote, you will always have problems as long as you live. You chose to follow Christ. Close quote. These are the five challenges that we must address as we begin our time together. For sure, other challenges will present themselves and be identified as we move forward. Those, too, will be addressed to the best of our abilities. My dear friends, the time has come. Let us begin our work together. Glory, thanksgiving, and honor to the one who never ceases to grant, grant us every good and perfect gift from above, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever and into the ages of ages. Amen.